0: Stay Yogis. So tonight it is nighttime where I'm at. I am coming after live from Seattle, and it is 9:30 p.m. <laughs> and I'm here to talk to you about our feminine and our masculine energies. So, why should we care about balancing our feminine and masculine energies? Should we balance them? And what do these energies have to do with Shakti Maitri? with compassionate spirituality, infusing life with the Divine Feminine. Well, in order to fully and authentically participate in yoga or meditation or really just any spiritual practice, it's necessary to understand our internal makeup and what is happening on an energetic level. For as within, so without. You know, as above, so below. What happens in the universe is happening in our soul. And so in order for us to kind of understand our soul, we can understand these two big pillars of our energy, the feminine and the masculine. And then we can more so understand the universe from this place of alignment. So our feminine is our Shakti energy. Surprise. Our feminine Shakti energy resides in our left side our Ida Nadi. So a Nadi is something that you can think of as an internal energy circuit, kind of like a power cord in our body. So we have our Ida Nadi containing our Shakti feminine energy on the left side of our body, really starting from like this groin, kind of like um, base of our spine area. And it's just gonna be on that left base of our spine. And on the other hand, we have our masculine Shiva energy. And our masculine Shiva energy is in our Pingala nadi. So, again, that nadi, that energy cord, or that power cord. And our Pingala nadi is also at the base of our spine, but on the right side. So, we have feminine Shakti energy on the left in the Ida nadi, and masculine Shiva energy on the right in the Pingala nadi. So, we know the two nadis, Ida on the left, Pingala on the right, and now. I'm gonna tell you about this central nadi along our spine. So this central nadi energizes and holds, holds when balanced, our chakras. So it energizes our chakras along our spine. So our sushumna is our central nadi, our central energetic power cord along our spine. And we can think of the chakras along our spine as energy plugs for the cords, the nadis so
1: let me run that down
0: by again we have our ida nadi on the left our feminine power cord and on the right the pingala nadi our masculine power cord and in the center sushumna our center nadi our chakral power cord so all of our chakras are along this nadi and the chakras really plug into these cords and I have a really good depiction of it on my actual blog post so I will link to that in the show notes but for now just try to think of it as like two snakes going up a staff which is your spine and these two snakes are crossing at each chakra so if you've ever seen the like um ambulance or medical sign you know that has like that I don't even know what it is it's like a Hole? it's like a staff or something. I don't know. I think it's a biblical story, <laughs> but it is a staff and it has two snakes coming up and actually so interesting, the origin of this. So, you know, the Bible tells us that snakes are evil and, you know, they're the bearer of separation of society, right? Well, you know, different Vedic studies or practices and lineages And so many indigenous cultures, I want to say like every single culture, except for maybe Christianity or Catholicism, but every other culture sees snakes as fertility, as, you know, rebirth, as shedding. Um, and so in this context, we are taking the Kundalini understanding of the snake and that is rising energy. So, these two snakes represent our feminine and our masculine energy. And when our feminine and masculine energy cross at each chakra, which each chakra holds its own energy, we have equal parts of femininity. And I'm not just talking about, like, feminine and masculine being like, I do my nails and I lift weights, you know? I mean, like, well, absolutely, yes. That can definitely be very feminine feminine and masculine expressions. Um, What I'm saying is less so about like stereotypes and more so about like the energy. So the energy of, and I'll get back to the snakes going up the chakras and how they're balanced in a second, but let's be really clear about what feminine energy is. So Shakti energy is the feminine energy that restores, balances, births ideas, is so powerful hold sacred desires, it's flowing, it's gentle yet firm, it's creative and sensual, and let's be real, this is the kind of energy that the world needs more of, you know, like less patriarchal hierarchy, like the shadow expressions of the masculine, and more about that innate divine feminine Shakti energy that is innate in all of our bodies, all of our souls, our minds, our hearts, our wounds, our guts. So we all have this Ida Nadi that holds this energy for us. So are you with me? <laughs> so I'll just run it back to you. We've got two Idas that are, sorry, we got two Nadi's. Nadi's are a power cord in our body from the base of our spine all the way up through the crown of our head and they cross at each chakra. And when in alignment, the chakras are in the Sushuma Nadi, which is that central Nadi, that central power cord. And the other two Nadi's cross at each chakra, making that, you know, two snakes on a staff. And so, when these two Nadi's are able to cross at a chakra, that means that, that chakra is on the sushumna nadi, meaning that it's balanced. Remember when I said that the chakras are only on the sh- sushumna nadi when they're in balanced expression? So balanced meaning that they have equal parts of feminine energy and masculine energy. So for example, let's take a look at the root chakra. So the root chakra is all about feeling grounded, feeling safe, you know, connected to yourself and really just feeling comfortable in your skin and your surroundings. Um, So when we think about equal parts of this safety center in the base of our spine, when we think of that having equal parts feminine and masculine, for me, I might say that, you know, I am able to trust others just as much as I am able to trust my intuition. You know, there's that balance. another aspect might be feminine I am able to dance in my freedom masculine I am able to stay anchored and pay attention because I am safe so are you kind of hearing what I'm saying let's do um let's do the heart chakra so the heart chakra a feminine expression of the heart chakra might be you know Loving yourself. Let's talk about loving yourself. So for me, I just had a great like gua sha tutorial. And um, I did a yoni steam, I drank some herbal tea to balance my, um, you know, menstrual cycle with shatavari. So those are all very like feminine, self care, soothing, ease, gentle expressions of my heart chakra. And masculine is more like getting it done, you know, having that structure to hold the feminine. So my masculine expression of my heart chakra might be, I am so grounded and connected in you know, not caring about what other people think, that I'm able to speak about my practices of a yoni steam, for example, or dancing. I'll keep the blinds open sometimes. Or, you know, it's just having that anchoring to be able to hold that space. And so the masculine and the feminine can interact in so many ways and that's a whole nother podcast. But for today, we are just gonna focus on the balancing of each chakra of the balanced energy of shakti, feminine, and shiva energy via the two nadis, ida and pingala, crossing at each balanced chakra along the spine, the sushumna nadi. So, when our shakti and shiva energies are imbalanced, our ida and pingala nadis are out of alignment and our chakras are pushed left or right of the, sh- of the Sushumna nadi I'll say that again when our shakti and shiva energies are imbalanced our ida and pingala nadis are out of alignment and our chakras shakti- and our chakras are pushed left or right out of the Sushumna nadi when we're in that full alignment our shakti and shiva energies are balanced our chakras are in alignment and energized in the sashuni, Sashuna nadi. We can fully experience the joyful path to ultimate bliss, samadhi, moksha. So when we are in alignment, we experience the joyful path that it is to be. Listening to your heart, following your heart leading you to ultimate bliss which is what you're here to do and so how do we get there we get there with every choice that we make every thought we choose to believe every word we choose to speak every perspective we choose to integrate and to do this in a more i don't want to say grounded but i guess structured way a little bit of that masculine in there We can look at the system of the chakras. So on my website, I have a yoga flow for each different chakra. And I'll be coming out with more videos to specifically address different kinds of imbalances in each chakra. But for now, I would love to hear what your thoughts are and reactions just to this internal energy system that we're always working with, whether you're a man, woman, you know, not identifying as either one. And this is just innate to our human experience and so important for us to be able to map and find, you know, the roads of our destiny, of our purpose, and why we're here. Because when we're not in alignment, we're not in our most our most our most authentic being. When we're not in our most authentic state of being, we're more susceptible to contractive perspectives rather than expansive and expansive is the path that leads to that ultimate bliss. Because when we choose to be expansive, we are already in that ultimate bliss. So we talked about the ma- the micro expressions of the feminine and masculine energies in our body and how we can be aware of it and how we can start to manipulate that towards our benefit so that you know we are more aware of making expansive choices in our everyday life and that helps us be more in alignment with our masculine and feminine and our masculine and feminine alignment helps us to stay on that path of expansion. So I'll talk more in another video about the feminine expressions of each chakra, the masculine expressions of each chakra and the imbalances feminine of each chakra and the masculine imbalances of each chakra. So then we can start to really plug in and work with this ancient wisdom. But for right now, I wanna spend more time going back to what happens in the universe, happens in our soul, that macro expression of the divine feminine and the divine masculine energies of the universe. So we know that in our soul, in our bodies and our beings, we have the feminine and the masculine and they yearn to be balanced and so in the universe. So, you know, it's kind of like a big coin term right now. I feel like most people have heard about it. But we are in the age of Aquarius. I don't know. For me, I feel like I hear that all the time. So when I say it, I'm like, just, I hear a crowd in my head going, We know. (laughs) But if you don't know about this, a lot of people in my life don't. So we're in the age of Aquarius. And that's all about like enlightenment, you know, a revival of spirituality over religion. Um, really, like, new out-of-the-box ideas are being accepted and integrated, like we're seeing in the LGBTQIA movement um, with, like, different pronouns and stuff. Like, we're not being fit in a box. And so this age of Aquarius brings in the divine feminine energy to restore balance to the age of Pisces. And in this age of Pisces, we saw, you know, war, we saw hierarchy, we saw patriarchy, we saw separation, you know, think back to like even in those middle ages or just like every story that you read in your history book ever (laughs) that, I mean, at least in the American education system, am I right? (laughs) But really though, like think about every civilization or society that eventually like there was greed, there was power and they all separated. And only a few came to power and then they like just went for total world domination right that's that age of Pisces imbalance so the feminine is here to tell us that those systems don't work right now maybe you know a more hierarchical very organized like the caste system way of living maybe that did work at one time and it served its purpose and that's exactly what was needed because a lot of the time things Happen in the universe to bring balance to something previous So, you know the yin the yang the good and the bad the bad in the good and the good in the bad so You know, it's a hard pill to swallow at face value and it sucks and there's suffering, but That was needed for the balance in the universe and that can really bother a lot of people and know what bothers me thinking about the people that suffer now and so that's a whole other conversation but right now we are acknowledging that the age of pisces occurred out of necessity in the beginning you know it was the energy that was rotating in the stars right we go through each of the zodiac the age of uh, of pisces the age of aquarius the age of uh what's next is it cancer You know, whatever is next, it goes through the whole line. And so each age is a necessitated energy. And so Pisces is like dying off right now. We're like, thanks, girl, but like, fuck off. And she is fucking off. So eventually, more and more of the shadow aspects of the age of Pisces were expressed. When I say shadow aspects, I mean like the uglier parts of it, right? The things that like aren't serving the good of society. And so that was looking like, and is looking like, the 1%, just existing, period. Um, starvation happening amongst the 1%, impending doom, really, that we are faced with in media so hard. And that'll be another conversation, too, because there has always been pain and suffering, but we're really seeing like this pain and suffering as, an, as a consequence to the actions that were taken by those in power during the entirety of the age of Aquarius. Thanks Christopher Columbus. So right now we are burnt out as a society. We're essentially treated as machines and the feminine is here to tell us that it's time to soften. You know, astrology tells us this in a very black and white picture. Um, So I won't get into all of that, but I do recommend um, this one astrologer who's Serious Joy, um, that's his website, and he is so fantastic. You can subscribe to him, and this is not sponsored. You can subscribe to him, and he'll text you like six times a day um, the exact message that you need for your like horoscope alignment with all of your planets. It's so on point, so cool. But basically, so he shared with me, this is where I got this information, that this year, 2022 is America is a country, it's its Pluto return. And so Pluto is a planet all about transformation, it's ruled by Scorpio, so <clears throat> it's very intense, it's very deep, it's very passionate, and it's so transformative for the good. And so the last time we had a Pluto return was 1776. Let that sink in. 1776 is when this country was born, when, you know, the patriots broke away from the British empire and they were like, we're doing this our own way. And what are we doing right now? America is an empire and the world is waking up to see how fucked they are, how, you know, how much despair is intentionally put into the news, how out of touch and disgusting the existence of celebrities and billionaires are. And we're really starting to draw some boundaries for ourselves as to what we are and aren't willing to experience or at least we're noticing the things that we don't want to experience and we're creating discernment in our lives. Like with this age of Aquarius ushering in, we are genetically upgrading because like, just like, you know, your the alignment of the planets made up who you are, you know, if you follow astrology at the time of your birth, that's because like each planet had an effect on The energy that was integrated into you in human form in your soul's blueprint at that time. And we are constantly being affected by these energies. It's not just like once when you're born, you know, like when Mercury is in retrograde, we are all getting fucked up together, (laughs) okay? So, with that being said, the planets that are moving and all of their movements and, you know, retrogrades and returns and all of that are all working to bring in this age of Aquarius to usher in the divine feminine. And so, you know, for me, the divine feminine really lit up when I let myself play with free and intuitive flow in my body. And this was like not even that long ago. Like I have always been into yoga and this is what like got me into spirituality as its whole. Um, When I was really little, but I didn't really let myself like do anything that the teacher didn't tell me or like I was you know like many people were I was raised that my like my dancing was weird and I was bullied for it and like my singing is weird I was really bullied for that one with the whole class laughing at me in music class shout out Mr. Romer (laughs) rest in peace um anyway (laughs) so yeah like it's just like we're not really taught as kids to do the things that feel natural, to take the movements that feel natural, the noises that feel natural. Like we're kind of just so indoctrinated throughout in our entire life in school and work. And so I started to kind of combat this with like ecstatic dance, but like not even dance, just like, like my back is fucked up and I like to move the bones so that it cracks and pops and it looks really ugly, but it feels really good. And so just letting myself lean into this slowly and slowly I would notice that I was able to get in touch in touch with my authentic self a little more as my feminine energetic acts aspects were begging to be expressed I was noticing how masculinized I kind of have become maybe not have become but a lot of the things that I was doing was very masculine like I was working all the time doing things for other people I was then in school and doing another job on the side so I can make more money so I can pay for school, you know, like all these things that are like very structured and not free-flowing. And so taking a look really in, I noticed that I've actually taken on so many masculine ways of being as kind of like an armor to protect myself from childhood trauma. And I know that since our parents' generation was so deeply immersed in the age of Pisces, a lot of us grew up with this childhood trauma, with at least one, if not both, parents that were not emotionally available for us. Whether it be that capitalism got them with they're working all the day and they can't and they can't be present, or you know, generational trauma. Their parents didn't teach them how to be emotionally nurturing, and they didn't give that to themselves, and they didn't know how to give that to you. And that was my case on both hands. My dad was working all the time and my mom was raised Filipina in the Philippines and um, not super emotionally nurturing, very like follow, you know? I know that um, my friends in Latina culture can relate. And um, yeah, I'm I'm curious to hear if your experience was similar. Um, but basically, so I grew up with trauma and I took it, took on a lot of masculine ways of like protecting my inner child. So when things like weren't not, not, go, not going, my way, but when I was criticized or I was, you know, given unwarranted feedback, or I was told that I was wrong or that I couldn't do anything, you know, all these kids that all these things that my inner child was silenced to just accept. And then I kind of took way masculine, like on the other end, opposite ways of like yelling, lashing out back, you know, just doing very hard. That's how I want to describe it. It's like very hard. It did not feel soft. It feels soft. It felt forced. And so with that being said, taking it back to the micro, you know, the feminine in each of our bodies are asking us to release even the trauma of the masculine, the trauma of these harder exterior like coping strategies that we've developed to protect us, the feminine is telling our inner child that it's okay. It's okay to get a little defensive when someone tells you that they didn't agree with your opinion, or it's okay to get a little, I guess, aware when someone has a different opinion than you. And the feminine is telling us to soften and love those parts of yourself because that part is you. And when we can love those parts of ourself, our feminine flows and it's expressed and it's soft and it's free. And our masculine can then work out of the shadow aspect and in its true purpose of being able to hold and create structure and space for that feminine. And doesn't that sound nice? Like just having two parts of yourself on the inside that's like, I'm gonna just dance and do whatever the fuck I want. And then the masculine being like, yeah, girl, let me just like create this space for you and make sure that you're safe the whole time you do that so that you can do whatever the fuck you want for however long you want, right? Like, doesn't that just sound fantastic? (laughs) So it's important to, you know, consistently revisit these topics. And I'm so excited to share the imbalanced and balanced expressions of each chakra so we can really dig deep in this because this work is so important and as a therapist i see these little kids that just have so much going on and you know there's so much that i want to say but talk therapy truly i mean especially when i see them for a week can only do so much and so when we get to work with these subtle layers of our being We get to heal things from like deeper than our core. Like we are doing the soul work. And that eradicates the need for therapy or for physical therapy even. Like this manifests in every layer of our being, our kosha, our mental, our physical, our emotional, our bliss, and our wisdom. Those are all five bodies that we have. So I mentioned a lot of things that I'll get to in different videos later, but Listening, and I am so excited to keep putting out more content. This is my first like real podcast. Um, if you want to kind of see the depiction of this and just kind of read it, if you're a verb or a not verbal, if you are an a visual, I was like, what's the one for the eyes? If you're a visual processor or visual learner, I have a, a blog post on my website, wwwshakti That's www.shakti-m-a-i-t-r-i.com. And if you click on blog, it is going to be my. S- first blog post it's called why care about balancing our feminine and masculine energies well again thank you so much for being here and i would love to connect more good night